Hi there and welcome to the Adventures with Jesus Today podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Vandenberg, and today we're going to be asking the question, is your light turned on? Remember the song uh, sung in Sunday school, or maybe you've never heard it, but it goes, it's, so it's meant for little children. It says, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. And while the sentiment behind that is exactly from Matthew 5.16, I think there's just so much more to the concept than my little light, I'm going to let it shine. It's actually the fundamental principle of letting all that is inside of us, our identity, who we are in Christ, actually be turned on so brightly that as Matthew 5.16 it says, it says, let your light so shine that men will see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. That as we let our light shine, actually it brings a whole lot of glory to God. So I am reading a book called Indestructible by Blake Healy. And if you have any interest in knowing about uh, seeing in the spirit realm, then I recommend his books, Veil, then Profound Good, and then Indestructible. And as I was reading this today, he's actually got a chapter on light and dark. And he says, light and dark are not equal opposites. God and Satan are not in a battle of equal forces. Light does not just have an, ab- an advantage over darkness. The forces of good are not just stronger. They do not just outnumber the forces of evil. Darkness is nothing but the absence of light. And then he said something that I highlighted in major (laughs) highlighter around this sentence and he said the battle is not about whether light can defeat darkness the battle is about whether the light is on or not isn't that just so profound he goes on to explain that when you turn a light on in a room that's dark the, the the darkness doesn't retreat in increments It doesn't sort of shrink away from where the light switch is or from where the light bulb is until it eventually leaves. The moment you switch on a light, darkness leaves. And this was so um, apparent in my life yesterday. Something happened yesterday. And, you know, uh, Matthew 5.16 is my life verse. It's one of the biggest verses that means the most to me and that I talk about a lot, that I help my clients with a lot, that I try to live by a lot. And it's this concept of letting your light shine. But there are things that uh, put a dampener on our lights in every single one of our lives. The lies we believe about something, the incorrect mindsets we have about things, the belief patterns that just don't line up with the word yet, our experiences, our past where we've tried something maybe and it hasn't had a a desired effect and we're not sure if our faith is strong enough or or what's happening. You know, there's all sorts of little things that try to come and dim our light, Just just like Jesus is talking about in Matthew up you know you don't put your light under a bushel but you go and put it on the top of a hill so that everyone can see it shine and so once a year our church um, actually closes church on a weekend we have no church on the saturday night and we organized this year 13 or 14 different locations around our city for our people to actually go out to pick one of the 14 locations. And there were family-friendly ones and city ones and just all sorts of different ones. And we spent the Saturday night service actually going out into the city and talking to people, letting them know how much Jesus loves them and offering to pray for them and all sorts of things. 
But in all of my years of being a Christian, evangelism in that form, actually going out and speaking to somebody, stopping them on the street and speaking to them or, you know, has always been the area where my light has not shone. Part of it is because of how I was raised um, in South African culture. It's very, very rude to interrupt somebody else's conversation. It's very rude to interrupt what somebody else is doing. And especially as children growing up, you just never, ever interrupted an adult, right? (laughs) And so um, I have this certain belief pattern that it's rude to interrupt what somebody else is doing and rude to talk to them about something you want to talk to them about while they're in the middle of doing what they want to do, right? So always this topic of street evangelism or going up to somebody like that has has been a sticking point for me, has been where my light has been dim, to be perfectly honest with you. So this uh, opportunity comes up again yesterday. And I'm like, Lord, I want to get over this. I want, I want to be able to let my light shine um, in this particular field, right? It, it shines brightly in lots of other places, but in this particular way of going out and speaking to people on the streets, I want to know how I can let my light shine, right? <laughs> so I sign up for it and I go with this team that I know has got people that find this easy so that I can learn from them. And I get there and we're, we're there at seven o'clock at night on a busy, busy street with lots of restaurants that are open. It was just amazing nightlife. And so I'm standing there and I'm so scared that I'm weeping. Right, the tears are just running down my face. I'm like, stop crying, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. It's okay, it's not this bad. But so, I was so afraid of this, uh, stepping over this chicken line and then that I was standing there weeping. So I'm sitting there and I'm just like, Lord, do something, I need some help. And one of the one of the uh, women in the group that I know from church just said hi to me and I, I sort of started walking over there, but I'm still crying, right? So I'm, not really able to say hi and engage. So I just went and stood by her. And then uh, we were given some things to help us just to speak to people. And so then we set out in groups of two or three and we set out. And so I decided, no, I'm going to be vulnerable. <laughs> and so I just say to the two women that were with me in the group, hey, this is something that has always scared me. It's, it's something that I've always struggled to find breakthrough in and get through. I really need your help tonight. So in any way that you can pray for me or show me how to do things or show me how you do it, I would love to learn from you because I'm determined to get over this fear tonight. This is what I'm asking the Lord's help with. <laughs> so the one lady um, sees a gentleman and she just says, hi, excuse me, sir. And she just starts talking to him and she said, you know what? I love the way you lead your family. He was obviously there with his wife and two grown children. And she said, I just love the way you lead your family. You're such a leader. And he he stopped and he looked at her and he said, oh, and he was paying attention, you know, because he he had he obviously doesn't hear these things often, right? So she she just carried on telling him what she saw, what the Lord was telling her about him. And he was so thrilled to hear this. And his wife was nodding and his kids were sort of standing off to the side. And then she said, I'm a Christian. Is there anything I can pray for you for? And he said, oh, we're Christians too. And we're praying all the time. and And we just had a lovely conversation. And then they went off and they left. And so she turns to me. She said, was that helpful to you? Did you see what I did? So I said, oh, thank you so much. But I was still so scared. So I didn't know who to go and speak to. I didn't know what to do. So we walked up the the road a little bit, right? And we get outside this restaurant and 
she says, this is, a, this is a place that I really feel the Lord wants us to speak to people and that. And I'm standing there, I'm going, Lord, what, I, I can't seem to, you know, I hear you clearly, I'm usually fine, but it seems like this fear is blocking me from being able to even like think of who I should speak to or what I should say or anything. So I just sat there and I took a deep breath and I said, Lord, what do I get to do in this situation? What does it look like for you and me? And so I realized that I love to walk and pray. And so I looked at the two ladies and I said to them, hey, would you mind if I just go off by myself for a little bit and go and walk and pray? Because, you know, this is what the Lord and I love to do. So they said, absolutely. Um, And they encouraged me and championed me to go on. So I walk literally maybe two blocks down. And as I'm looking down one of the little side alleys, there's a huge sign and it says faith over fear. (laughs) I just stopped in my tracks and I, I looked at the Lord and I went, Lord, you're so amazing. So I'm looking at this faith over fear sign. And to my left, there's a mural on the wall. And there's a couple and she's the, he's against the mural. And she wants to take a picture of him with this mural. And so I just did what I always do. Whenever I see one person taking a picture, I always go up and I say, hey, would you like to be in the picture too? Can I take a picture of both of you? So she said, oh, that'd be fantastic. So they line up against the mural and I take the photo of them and everything. And then I'm about to give them the phone back. Um, and I give the phone back, as I always do. This is something I always do, right? And then I remembered what my friend did. And I said, oh, hi, my name's Lisa. And I'm a Christian. Is there anything I can pray for you for? And they looked at me and they said, oh, we love that. And, you know, we're new to Austin. We've only been here a year and still trying to find out things and everything. So I said, oh, I'm new to Austin too. So we struck up this conversation and we have this conversation. And then I said, can I pray for you? And they said, yes, please. So I just put my hands on their shoulders and I prayed the way I do, which is always just so full of joy and excitement and thankfulness to the Lord. I was like, oh, thank you so much for these wonderful people. Thank you that you're helping them to settle in Austin. All the good plans you have for them, the amazing things that are looking... So I finished praying and I opened my eyes and the woman is just weeping, weeping at the goodness of God. I don't know that she'd ever heard somebody pray like that. And so I looked at her and of course I started weeping then and I enfolded her in this big hug and loved on her and he was just so grateful for prayer too. And I said, thank you so much. It's a lovely meeting you. Bless you guys. You know, and then we parted ways. And that was all just in front of this faith over fear sign. Yeah. And so I just just stood there for a moment and I said, Lord, you're so amazing. He taught me one thing last night. He taught me just the next step of saying, hi, I'm Lisa and I'm a Christian. Is there anything I can pray for you for? And just that one step helped my light to shine last night. And he reali- I realized that he had me do things the way he and I do them. I'm always encouraging people. If I see somebody that looks good in, a, in their dress, I'll say, oh, that dress looks so pretty on you. Or I'll help somebody take a photo. Or if somebody needs directions to somewhere, I'll help them get somewhere. That's how I naturally engage with people. And where the wheels fell off the bus for me was when I was trying to engage with people with the thought and the mindset of I'm interrupting what they're doing. Right, Because essentially, I was interrupting them taking a photo against the mural. But because it was in a helpful way and I love to help, it came naturally and it was received so beautifully. So the Lord taught me this. Lisa, just do things the way you normally do them. But how about taking a little step further and asking people if you can pray for them? Asking people if they know that Jesus loves them. right? But in the midst of the way I normally interact with people. Well, 
my light had a bushel over it and last night that bushel was taken off <laughs> and my light got put on the top of a hill so that men can see it and see my good works and give glory to the Father who is in heaven. Because that couple walked away knowing how loved and precious and valued and cherished they are by God. And they didn't know that when they came and they knew it even more when they left. So <laughs> I want to encourage you that Every circumstance that you're in is not a matter of I'm just trying to see whether the light can defeat the darkness. But it's all about making sure that your light is on. Because when our light is on, when we're doing things the way God created us to do, when the joy of God is just bubbling out of us, that's when our light shines the brightest. And people love to come to that kind of light. There's hope in it. There's love in it. There's acceptance in it. There's joy in it. And people absolutely love to come around that kind of light. And when our light is on, then the enemy cannot stick around. He hates it. He doesn't like to be around truth and love and joy and encouragement. So he will just leave. <laughs> and the most beautiful conversations can happen. The most beautiful encounters for the Lord. The most beautiful encouragement and helping people on their way. That's what takes place when you let your light shine in that way. When you make sure that your light is on and you let it shine and let people see who God is through your life. The way you and he do it. Mm, so, so good. So, as always, Jesus is inviting you on an adventure today. Will you accept? Come across and visit us at thewaysofwisdom.com. So many uh, encouraging resources there. And I would really love it if you would uh, rate this podcast, if you would sit and intentionally send it to five people you know need to be encouraged. Five people you know who need some hope and some love and some life in their lives that would be encouraged by listening to this today. Bless you, bless you, bless you. And I'll see you next week.